What's going on, everybody? This is Zach. This is Craig. It's voluntarily rolling. We are finally back. We got a couple topics to discuss, some sports-related. One not really sports-related, but we're going to start talking a little bit more about some... We're getting into pop culture, I suppose. (laughs) Some more non-sports topics here on the show. Well, it's summertime's coming up, and the only sport is baseball. And, you know, in the summer, it doesn't really change a whole lot. Yeah. It's very slow. And I, I, I do love baseball, but... I can only watch the Braves until it gets post. I can watch postseason baseball, but that middle of the summer baseball is usually pretty yeah. hard to watch. Yeah, it kind of drags. But uh, we're going to start off with, I guess, the tragedy that a lot of people are talking about. Um, the helicopter wreck that killed Kobe, Gigi, and seven other member- or yeah. people on board that helicopter. Um, what... What do you what do you think when you hear the word Kobe, Craig? Uh, I guess for people our age, that would be like the Michael Jordan character. Like he is at eras, yeah, undisputed, uncontested. I've said that we were talking about this the other night. Actually, me and you were, and we said how Jordan, it, it was Jordan, and Jordan kind of passed passed it to Kobe, and Kobe kind of passed it to LeBron, mm-hmm. and for kids that were growing up when me and you grew up. That's who you say when you throw paperwork in the trash can. Yeah. Now we all have to do it in, in memory. Of I mean, Kobe. It's, it's Kobe. And um, you may may or may not know this, listeners, but I am a huge Bean Bright fan. Craig can attest to that with all the 2K games we've played in our life. And I've used the throwback Lakers. He uses the throwback <laughs> Lakers so much. I, the only the only person on the game who can guard Kobe one on one is Michael Jordan. So that, yeah, I have to be the Bulls every time. <laughs> so, but what what we're what we're really wanting to talk about is how Kobe. Everybody has that moment mm-hmm. when that you're going to remember a certain human by in this life, and me and Craig actually share the same moment. We were together when it happened. And I'll let Craig get the story rolling here. Uh, it was his last game. Uh, me, it was me, you, and Grayson. We were at Grayson's house. Yeah. And I can't remember what we were doing, but uh, we ended up tuning in like in the middle of the fourth quarter. And I did not. We did not know that Kobe had been going off all night. <laughs> and so he's just on fire in the last like moments of his career. And the reason I remember that so much, not only was it dope seeing Kobe <laughs> for one last time go into Mamba mode. But Grayson was asleep the whole time, and we tried to wake him up. So Grayson actually missed one of the best moments in Kobe Bryant's career. Um, Probably my favorite moment in NBA period ever. And like Craig said, seeing him do it just one last time. And for one night, the alligator, when you put 60 and 73 side by side, (laughs) the alligator's mouth open towards 60. Yeah. 60 is greater than 73 because the Warriors broke the record that night and nobody cared. Oh, yeah. That was the funniest part. Cause, uh, like you start looking on Twitter. That's all anybody was They're talking playing about at the same time. Media. Yeah, they're playing at the same time. You're looking on social media and you don't see Warriors break the record. You see Kobe scores 60. and That's all the clips. That was all the highlight clips everybody watched. That's all SportsCenter talked about. And not only was he scoring, he was scoring on – Double and triple teams. I mean, it, it was just remarkable. But um, we could sit and talk about it all day. 
it's a tragic tragedy that I couldn't imagine being a family member or a close relative to someone in that yeah. situation. Yeah. But our thoughts and prayers do go out to everybody and everybody affected by that. And um, we're going to end this little segment here with eight seconds of silence to remember the Black Mamba. We're back. Uh, we appreciate you taking part of a special tribute to Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest players of all time, uh, and personally one of my favorites. Beautiful basketball. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But uh, we are now about 16 hours before the Super Bowl comes on, doing our Super Bowl preview special. <laughs> because better late than never <laughs> is the philosophy of voluntarily rolling. <laughs> And so, Zach, uh, who, who's playing the Super Bowl this year? I want you to know that this is the first time I'm going to get to watch the Super Bowl in the last four years because I've worked every one So I, I will be watching it. I'm still recovering from my foot being too broad. You're too broad. <laughs> but um, the you got the two seed out of the AFC Chiefs mm-hmm. and the one seed out of the NFC, the Niners. Ooh. Our team come up a little bit short. As did the um, the Tennessee Titans, the Tennessee right, up, Titans. Right, up the road. right up the road. Our two teams, basically. Yeah. Our favorite team and the team close to us. Yeah. Almost get to the big game, but they don't. And as far as matchups go, Craig, what what do you think? How do you think these teams? I think uh, Niners secondary lines up good against the Chiefs wide receivers. Uh, that being said, uh, they're going to throw it over the top. And Mahomes is going to hum the tater the whole game. Like, you have to understand that. Like, I don't think they're going to run the ball very much. They have a good running back. But because they throw so much, people forget about the running back. Yeah. They have a decent running game when they have to, but the Niners' run defense is... It's very good. They lucked up. Jimmy G turned his SEO with the best time that ever happened to them. Because they get, they get the, all them D-linemen. They get all... They get the Bosa and all those D-linemen. I just... I, Niners sound like they play old school defense, which, well, last year's was just was an old school defensive game. I mean, they literally beat the Packers bad and threw the ball eight times. Because they're running the ball. See, they run the end around so much. They have the, that play worked for them. It was worked for them all year. I don't know what is it Raheem Mostert. He's the back. The guy that comes around is usually a good one because he's really fast. But one of them always has the ball, and he's streaking down the sideline <laughs> on a toss or something. It, it, the, and the 49ers get a lot of credit for their defense. But scheme-wise, Kyle Shanahan does things that – I mean, all that was in the NFC Championship game was the game plan the 49ers put together on offense was 10 times better than the game plan Patton put on defense. Yeah. And for every counter the Packers had – it seemed like the Niners had three or four yeah. plays to stop it. Or not to stop it, but to – I mean, I even seen a video where Shanahan called the referee over and told him George Kittle's running a five-yard out route and he's going to get hailed. And sure enough, George Kittle runs a five-yard out and gets hailed and the flag comes in. It's a chess match and they lost. And the Chiefs don't have the best defense, 
but it's one of those things where I really, really think the Chiefs win, and I, I, it's I don't know why. You're going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. That's bold. Uh, last time the Chiefs won it, Richard Nixon was president, <laughs> and Woodstock had happened. Yet. <laughs> uh, last time the Niners won it, I guess Steve Young was quarterback. I'm picking the Niners. Low, seven. low scoring game? No. You think they're going to be a shootout? Yeah, the Niners are going to have to figure out how to outscore Kansas City. People have thrown defensive, all kinds of defensive formations at Mahomes, and he dissects them like some sort of. He doesn't have to look at his receivers to complete the pass. Yeah. Everybody. He's got the best from everybody all season, and look where he is. He's literally in his third year in the league, and he is his second year as a starter. And he is a missed coin toss away from playing the second Super Bowl. Because if they would have gotten the ball first last year against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, they would have beat him. Yeah. Uh, so I just. Which NFL. I guess the Fix the overtime rule, please. Yeah. It's hot garbage. I know you you changed it a little bit to where you can't just go kick a field goal and win, but it's still hot garbage. Yeah. I just. This just feels uh this feels like one of those games where the first team to get to thirty five is gonna be whoever wins. But the thing is, even if no matter how big, how many how far ahead the Niners get in the game, the Chiefs have came back from multiple touchdown deficits. We've seen it against the Texans. Yeah. They it's, came back twenty down twenty four in a quarter. Yeah. Uh the Niners are gonna have to at least get thirty five while simultaneously keeping their foot on the gas the whole time. Because if you take it off for a second, the Chiefs are going to come back and win. Here, here's the thing that, and people say this a lot with basketball. I hear it all the time. I was actually talking with Dylan Bennell about this not too long ago about when you play a guy that's just really good. Mm-hmm. He's going to get, in basketball. He's going to get his points in football. When you play Mahomes, he's going to make throws that you're like. I mean, the the DB's draped on him and he puts it over his shoulder for a touchdown. He's going to do stuff like that. Let him, but don't let everybody else beat you. Yeah. Don't let the running back take a inside zone and break a tackle and go eighty yards. Yeah. Um, that's like in basketball when you're playing a guy who's averaging forty, fifty points a night. Let him. Just yeah. don't let the other team score. The rest of his players score. And I kind of think that's what the Niners are going to have to do. And I think if anybody can do it, they can do it. Dude, their defense is phenomenal. I, but, I just, I, I see their defense having just. A, just a little bit more than the Chiefs offense has in the tank at this point. Well, here, here's the th- here's I'll, I'll end by saying this, and then you can say what you want to say to end it. We both predicted it, but it's one of those. My head says the Niners because how many times have we seen a in college and NFL a really good defense go up against a really good offense and the defense wins because yeah. defense at the end of the day is well, is what wins the championship. But. This offense, the Chiefs offense, my heart, my heart just says that this Chiefs offense is the real deal, and they're going to get it done. Um, for me not to have a team involved in it, I'm actually pretty excited about it. Last year I wasn't because I don't really like the Patriots. I don't really care to watch the Patriots. Yeah. But this year I'm kind of excited, and I know Craig said Niners by seven. I'm going to say Chiefs by four. Ooh. And uh, I'm going to let Craig give his closing – Argument uh, here, yeah. Niners win. I just, I like Mahomes. I really do. I like Andy Reid. 
Okay. I, I want Andy Reid to win a Super Bowl ring. I just I just don't see it happening. He's got that he's got that one as an assistant, but he needs that head coach championship yeah. ring. Okay, well let me ask you this. If the Chiefs don't win it this year, does Mahomes get one? Yes. Mahomes is gonna he's gonna get one at some point. I it's think Mahomes is gonna end up with multiple rings. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's this upcoming generation's Tom Brady. You can already see it. So Craig says that Mahomes gets multiple rings. But not this but one. But not this one. But not this one. The Chiefs are gonna have to wait. Bookmark um, it. Save it on your phone, screenshot it, whatever you want to do for when this when they win, you can talk smack to Craig. Or when he doesn't win any fifteen years from now, you no, can talk smack to Craig. He won't end up like that, you know. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> that'd be um, awful. Let us know what you guys think. Who's gonna win? Chiefs, Niners, and uh holler at us on Twitter. We'll respond. We promise. We um, <laughs> but uh we'll Take a quick little break, and we'll come back with a different topic. Back again, and this is our non-sports topic of the show. I think we're going to end the show with a little pop culture. <laughs> it's summertime. We're about to, it's almost off season, guys. We've almost made it. Um, are we going to call this the best? Five actors. Or this is top a, five. Are your top? Are your personal? This top is this five? is top five. Okay, interpret but, it how you wish. But we did give as a rule, each got an honorable mention. Yes. So, uh, because you, we make it's not a top six. It's a top five with honorable mention because we make the rules. <laughs> we kept it in format. <laughs> That was the point of nobody, the whole thing. Nobody would click on it that said top six. That's just a weird number to look <laughs> People at. like top five. Nobody likes top six. All right, Zach. You ready for this? Yes. All right. Number five. All right. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Number four. Okay. Denzel. Denzel. Number three. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo. Number two. Will Smith. Will Smith. Number one. The Uncontested Goat. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Okay. Honorable mention Brad Pitt. All right. Now, I want to hear a movie from each of your actors that put them on your list. Sandler, uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that's a good one. Denzel, uh, Flight. No, no. The Equalizer. That was a good one. Uh, Leo, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's such a good movie. Everybody needs to see that movie. I don't know why I like it so much, <laughs> but it's just it's perfect on every level. Will Smith... Independence Day, Fresh Prince, take your pick. Pick man. one. Pick one. one. Tom Hanks. <laughs> I don't know where to begin. What movie do you want to start with? Uh, we've got thirty years of movies I can pick from from Tom from Tom Hanks, and and that'd be the reason I, I, he's the greatest actor of all time. I don't know. Probably Forrest Gump. That's the one I like the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's twenty years old now. That's hard for me to believe, but the movie's still so good. <laughs> In every way. Forrest Gump is one of those movies in which if it's on TV. I'm watching it. You're watching it. I don't care where. To me, it's two, I got two of those. I got Forrest Gump and I've got Old Brother Where Are They. He wasn't in Old Brother Where Are No, I know. That's my two movies. Oh, yeah. Anytime Old Brother Where Are on. Yeah. I always mean to buy Old Brother Where Are Well, I never think to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's on CMT at like midnight, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> So that's Craig's. Oh, his honorable mention. What movie put? Oh, Brad Pitt. Uh, 
No lie, dude, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is really good. The spy movie made with uh, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. It's really good. So my top five. Plus honorable mention. Plus my honorable mention. I didn't want to put it in order, but Craig. Oh, I'm laying down the gauntlet. You know, I made you make a decision. <laughs> um, My honorable mention is going to be James McAvoy. That's solid. He's pretty um, good. I like Glass. I like Split. And I like It too. And he's in all those. And I feel like he's the role he plays in Split is just phenomenal. Same as in Glass. But number five for me is um, Joaquin Phoenix. That's a really good pick. That's uh, it's another one of them take your picks. Uh, I just got done watching the Joker movie. And for one... Phenomenal movie. Everybody needs to see that not what, Not what you expect. No, no, nowhere near but, what you think it would be. Because I know I ask a few people, have you have you watched it? And they say, I don't like superhero movies. And I tried to tell them, it's literally not a superhero movie. Like The Joker is not a superhero in this movie. He is... He's very clearly the bad He guy. has no power whatsoever it's weird to explain but when you watch it you get it really good movie and that movie put him on the list as well as Walking Line of course everybody loves Johnny Cash Um, number four for me is Jake Gyllenhaal didn't expect that one I really didn't Um, really one movie and one movie alone and that is End of Watch it is one of the only movies that's ever made me cry (laughs) and so he, he cracks the list mainly because of that. Number two, a man, Matthew McConaughey. And Craig also I, You did have not, to explain this one to me because I, I like <laughs> Matthew McConaughey too, but I wouldn't put him in my top all five. All right, all right. Listen, <laughs> this man is a professor at Texas. Yeah. This man plays in Lincoln Lawyer, which is one of my favorites. But my absolute favorite movie of him is Mud. I've never heard of that. There movie. is a kid named Handbone. <laughs> Neckbone. <he's> Neckbone. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. Neckbone and a kid named Russ. That No, Ellis. 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 I said Russ because that's my son's name. His name's Russell Ellis. Neckbone and Ellis and Mud. Oh, if you so haven't seen it. A deserted I'm, island in the Mississippi River. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's phenomenal. Number two, Tom Hanks. We've Number already, two? We've already talked about <laughs> We've I'm already not talked happy about it. with it. We've already talked about it, and I agree. And this is more like a, this is why I didn't want to put it in order. This is why because my two and my one are right there, and I like all of Craigslist too. Adam Sandler is he's he's good as well. But my number two is Tom Hanks, and The Green Mile comes to mind. That's a really good one. That is a really and Forrest Gump of and course. Cast Away and. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Does uh-huh. it? Does it stop with Tom Hanks? And that's why he's like my one B. Like yeah. he's really not two. Yeah. He's really good. But my number one is Denzel. Oh, that's pretty good. And you can walk right over there to my DVD stand and look, and there's literally two shelves of nothing but Denzel movies. He he has two copies of Flight. I have two copies of Flight, but my Denzel, the Denzel movie that really did it for me was Training Day. That's a good movie. That's a really that's really a good, good movie. movie. So. Voluntary rolling has expanded our horizons. We're getting cultured in the ways of uh, cinema. We're not real sure what's coming next. I know we got a good buddy of ours that wanted to give his input on these actors. Mr. That's Alex Rockner will be getting in yeah. touch with him and trying to get him to follow up with his list. Because we've been talking on Twitter. I don't think his list is going to be like ours. He's a big movie guy too, but yeah. he, he likes different 
Yeah, I'm I'm curious about Alex's list. I, I imagine there's some overlap. He might have Tom Hanks too. Uh huh. You know, there's not going to be anybody. There shouldn't be anybody. If you don't think Tom Hanks is a good actor, you're wrong. There's two types of people in this world: people that like Tom Hanks and people that are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way around it. It's hardest. When someone says they don't like him, I don't understand it. Now, uh, next time, I got, I got a hard one for Zach. Okay. Our next top five. Uh, Zach, All right. you have to name your top five plus an honorable mention <laughs> uh, country music oh, stars. I can't wait for that one. That's going to be good. Y'all, if you, y'all, we need to do a behind the scenes when we do that episode because we're going to have some knockdown draft. <laughs> so I guarantee you, we won't have this. We might have. We probably of have, all time? Of all time. Oh. You can pick anybody in the history of country. You can oh, dr- snap. If you want to, you can drive to Nashville and walk into the Country Music Hall of Fame <laughs> and start writing down names if you want. And That one might have to be a whole episode debate because that's. I you better get, a, your, I you better get your boots on for that one. Um, wow. And I've been sitting here thinking of an actor. Since we're talking about our top five, I have a bottom one, but I can't. He's in. You have a worse actor. I have an actor that literally. Uh, the you have a worse actor. National Treasure. Who's that guy? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Why don't you like Let Nicholas you Cage? <laughs> if I look at a movie and I'm fixed to rent it on TV or whatever, or even just watch it on TV, and I see that Nicholas Cage is in that movie, I will not watch it. What do you got against Nicholas Cage? He has the same face. He shows no emotion. <laughs> you haven't seen Face Off, then. No, you need to watch Face Off. I, I can't, because he's in it. I can't make myself... Face Off. You're just going to have to watch it. He's different. <laughs> that's a that's, that's for Okay, another. all right. You want a worse actor? Yeah. I have a worse actor for you. Uh, did you ever watch The Mummy when you were growing up? Yeah. Who's the guy? I don't know. The actor. You know who I'm talking about? Though? I do. I've seen the movie. Hey, Siri, check it out. <laughs> hey, Siri. Who was the lead actor in The Mummy, 1999? I found this on the web. Brendan Fraser. I don't like that guy. I've seen him in a bunch of different movies. There are always these movies that come on TNT at like 12 in the afternoon during the summer because they cost a dollar for them to to put on TV. And he looks like a dweeb. His face doesn't match his body. His head doesn't match his body. I don't know how to describe it. It just infuriates me. He's he's a solid actor. I get it. He, he's got some chops. I hate. I hate him. I don't know. That's hard to explain. So so does that mean we'll also be getting a worst country music singer of all time? Yes. 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 Right. I, I, I bet we know that. I bet we're going to pick the same one. So stay tuned for that, guys. Um, we got a we got a new thing we're trying called Random Ramble of the Week. That'll be the next episode that, drop. It'll be random when we drop it, and it'll be a lot of rambling. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it coherent, though. It won't just be nonsense. It, you, there'll be a point to it. There'll be uh, two different topics talked about, but um, we'll, we got one more thing to talk about, and then we'll be closing up this episode. So we'll be right back. As always, we're going to end with our Alabama and Tennessee roundup. Roundup. Um, Craig, what what you got on the Vol side of? Well, it is basketball season. Uh, they are not as good this basketball season as they were last basketball season. It makes me very sad, but it's expected when you have three players go to the NBA. Yeah, 
I mean, it, uh, it, it's that's normal. And uh, and your point guard has a season-ending injury. Yeah, we're down a player. Uh, the recruiting class for basketball looks good. I think this is one of those like gap seasons where you like, maybe sneak into the tourney, but then next season you are a lot better because now you got three freshmen who can play. Yeah. So. You didn't I don't get know. any one and done, but you got some solid contributors. Yeah. <laughs> What's it looking like down in Tuscaloosa? Well, they they suffered a tough loss tonight to the Arkansas, who everybody has in the tournament right now. That was a big win over Alabama, and what Nate Oates is what Nate Oates is trying to do will work in time. Um, he's got to get people in his to run his system that doesn't turn the ball over, but can still play fast. And I think they can still kind of like Tennessee. They can they can sneak in the tournament. I mean, they still got some really big. I mean, there's still a whole month. Before. Yeah, they go to the jungle at Auburn after beating them by 19 in Tuscaloosa. So you know Auburn's going to be ready for that game. Oh yeah. Um, they LSU's got to come to Tuscaloosa, and same with Tennessee. Tennessee's going to play. They got to play Kentucky twice. Yeah, I mean, so, both man. teams have a chance to make an impact and get the tournament. I mean, I think a, I think a win over if you, if somehow Tennessee gets a, a win over Kentucky looks good. If they somehow sweep Kentucky, which I don't think they will, uh, isn't it weird? Like with y'all in Kentucky, y'all always beat them in rep, and they beat y'all in Knoxville. Or is it it's, a different it's, rivalry? It's, it's the different. Uh, it's the other way around. Yeah, uh, but this they the last three years they've beaten Kentucky. Uh, they swept them last year and beat them twice the year before. So Rick Barnes actually has a winning record against John Calipari. So, I mean, that's a positive to note on. But I'm beginning to think, based on what we're seeing in ACC basketball, Calipari's cracks are starting to show. The conference as a whole has turned up the heat in terms of coaching hires. Yes. So. uh, He's not a big fish in Little Pond anymore. No, there's much. I mean, there's coaches in the SEC that are, I would think, equal. I think Bruce Pearl is yeah. uh, strategy-wise equal to Calipari in terms of uh, Calipari's flashy because he's gonna he puts people in in the league, but really, which coach could? Yeah, with, with the way the with league five, is, just, if you get six guys that are gonna be a top fifteen pick in the draft, who's not gonna? I mean, most of these guys that are going in the top three or four, even top ten. You know, come out of high school, that's mm-hmm. what they're fixed to do. They're fixed to go to some school for a year. It don't matter where they go. No matter what. And they're going to they be, a, and they're going to be a top ten pick. They're going to stay enrolled long enough to play basketball, and that's it. Yeah. And they're going pro. So who couldn't? Well, he gets he gets the flash Kentucky money. That's his advantage. Yeah. Is is how much how many dollars are rolling to Lexington? That might end up on a random rumble. What? That some just more. Clarifying that the SEC as a whole is is getting better at oh, basketball. Man. You get, you've, you've already got three random rambles schemed up, man. <laughs> Look at you. You're very productive tonight. I'm digging it. But um, so and I know Craig Craig will have something to say about this. But um, from a football standpoint, as an Alabama fan, I declare that the 2019-2020 season null and void. It never happened. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll contend. I'll contend this. People. I'm not gonna lie. In October is pretty bad, but by the end of November it's pretty good. And then by the end of the game on uh, at the end of I think they played the Gator Bowl, it was really good. Uh, this singular season has given me more faith in Jeremy Pruitt than I ever had in Bush Jones. I'm gonna be honest, and I've told you this. I think Tennessee competes for the East next year. I really do. I finished third this year. Yeah, 
and um, Georgia is taking a hit. Yeah, Florida's Florida, Florida's going to be good. Yeah. But I think y'all really have a chance. Well, it's now more spread out, too. Uh, Auburn fans, I make fun of them for this, is that they were like, they were complaining to the SEC commissioner that they didn't want to play Georgia and then Alabama every year. So now that Auburn plays Georgia in early October, which was the weekend Tennessee plays Georgia. So now Tennessee has to play Georgia in November, which spreads Tennessee's rivalries out over one over the season. So I'm thinking with a shift in schedule like that, that can, that Tennessee Georgia game may be the East Championship, depending yeah. on how. Yeah. Uh, Everything else plays out. Yeah. Right. And I agree with you. Like I've, I've said, I think. Because in, in September, you're going to get Tennessee, Florida. And then October, you're going to get Florida, Georgia. And then November, you're going to get Tennessee, Georgia. And that'll be. I think I think Tennessee, I think Tennessee and Florida will be the two teams out of East next year. And I think Bama and I don't want to say for LSU because they literally lost. They lost a good bit. Everything. Yeah. They lost their pass. They lost their quarterback, few receivers. Their passing game, their passing game coordinator, which I thought was a huge, yeah, that's a major hit. part of that their success. But anyways, um, recruiting for Bama looks good. They just passed Clemson for the number one recruiting class. Oh no, Bama has another number one recruiting. Class. <laughs> the quarterback they signed shot up to either the number, I think, the number one overall player in the class. So yeah, to uh, go go do your thing, but. Well, now there's a quarterback controversy. Now there's a quarterback controversy, and it'll be played just like Saban always played them. He'll know the starter coming in, and he'll act like he don't, and the guy will come out and play a drive or two, then the other guy will play a drive or two, and whoever starts the second half is the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> he has it figured out, and he knows now who's the yeah. quarterback going to be. Yeah. Um, Tennessee's got a quarterback controversy. I got four of them. <laughs> we saw Guantanamo one? Well, the – People, I don't know what to make of Guantanamo. There are times where he's excellent. Where he, I mean, he makes good reads, throws the ball right where it needs to be. Then there's times where he does something that doesn't make any sense to anybody. Like but yeah, I'm starting to see it. I hope he doesn't end up in the thirty and thirty club. Uh, I don't know. I'm hoping maybe like an off season. I'm not more August. Yeah. Well. That'll be it for this episode. We rounded it up as usual with the Bama and Tennessee news. Um, stay tuned, though. We will be dropping a random ramble coming up within the next few days. Yes. Followed up by next week, we will have our Super Bowl recap. Analysis. Oh, no. So, do got, I need to be taking notes this year? <laughs> we got a lot going on. And, of course, our way too early predictions for next year because that's what we do. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, I already got. I already know who's going to be next year. I think I got it mapped out. Stay tuned and thanks for joining us.